Yes, good morning all. It is Monday. It's February 5. The Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, wherever and however you're listening. Good morning. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. And, uh, well, we just saw the end of the Liverpool-Arsenal game. Big game in the Premier League this morning, of which Arsenal won 3-1. And plenty of results to get through. Uh, throughout the morning, but uh, we saw the Aussies clinch that one-day series last night against the West Indies. Just too classy they were. And uh, in the end, the margin was 83 runs after on Friday. They won very comfortably by eight wickets. And it was Sean Abbott last night who Australia in a bit of trouble with the bat there. At one point, they found themselves, well, they were five for 91, six for 142, in the end, got to 258. And Sean Abbott coming in down the order at number eight, 69 off 63 deliveries. And then with the ball, uh, three for 40 off his 10 overs as well. A couple of catches you can throw in also. So he was player of the match there. And Pup, morning to you, mate. Just too classy for a West Indies side that have just struggled with a bat in particular. And yeah. at times, as uh, we've said probably all summer, struggle to play a bit of catch. Mm. Yeah. How are you, mate? Good morning, Mido, Loz, listeners. Uh, yeah, I, again, I think um, I think expectations might have grown after they won the or grew after they won the last Test match. But I think Australia have dominated the West Indies um, in these ODIs. You can see, I think maybe just a little bit of inexperience as well. You can see in the way they're batting and when they're getting out and how they're getting out. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Aussies have played well, so what well under those guys, what well under the, the the players that have made their debut or got their first opportunity as well. Uh, and then Sean Abbott was outstanding the other day. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think there's been any surprises to be honest, Mido. I don't. I'm trying to be as polite as I can about it, but I think Australia were, well, I think Australia were disappointing in that last test and West Indies deserve a lot of credit for winning that. But I think the expectation was Australia would win those test matches. And I think it's exactly the same in the one days and the T20s to come as well. The other thing on the cricket, um, have I got it wrong or is it always the way that the one days and the T20s are not on free to air? Yeah, I had a uh, someone ask me about this as well. Because that's a little now, disappointing, know, isn't it? It's interesting, isn't it, that they don't come under now the well the old anti siphon Yeah, I thought it had to, but well. maybe so. It's test matches have to be on yeah, free to yeah. in Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit it's, home test again it, uh, yeah. to anybody that's turning up to watch these one days and T twenties. They deserve. A lot of praise. If families are still willing to spend their money to, to go and watch these games, after the amount of cricket we've had, you got all the BBL um, test series and things like that, they deserve a lot of credit. So that's why I thought, surely, you know, you're asking a lot for people to still be forking out money to go and watch. But if Australian cricket wants support, <laughs> the easiest way is to put it on free-to-air. Mm. So that's a little... And, and and that that might have been that might be the case for the last ten years. I don't know. I could be getting this completely wrong, but yeah, just noticing and hearing from a few people, um, especially my old man, <laughs> that he's disappointed it wasn't on free to air. No, there's quite a few texts about it already as well. Loza, morning, mate. How's the weekend? Yeah, very quiet, boys. Uh, watched a bit of racing. Watched a bit of cricket. I'm ready for the footy season to start. Mm. Oh yeah, I, th- I think the cricket uh, has run its course. Mm. Um, the interest level for mine, 
Harsh but fair. I was, Harsh but fair. Oh, well, I was looking fair. forward to the one days after the test match, yeah. but it just sort of confirmed to me they're still a way off the West Indies. Yep. You know, occasionally they might be able to produce what they did, um, but they've got some good talent. Um, you know, Joseph the bowler, uh, Shamir Joseph, he missed the t- uh, the one day series, but uh, what's his name? Al Al Mas- Al Zari. Yeah, Al Zari Joseph. Um, he looks a, a really good player, um, but they just haven't got the depth. But Australia were too good. Sean Abbott, wow, what a performance from him. 69 with a bat, that was pretty pretty special. And then three for 40. Um, so young Fraser McGurk, I watched him early and I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. This is going to be mess great. around, did he? Yeah, uh, six and a four. But uh, then he uh, just edged one. Uh, to the keeper, but um, 10 or 5 balls, but he's he's someone that will excite you, won't he? He's going to give oh, mate, people very, to look. He's very talented, uh, and I think it's just going to be now a matter of time for him to just mould um, that aggressive approach that he has, just to balance out uh, maybe more so one-day cricket and, and test cricket. I think that approach in T20, no, you can't blame him at all. Um, but I think he was going to open the batting in one-day cricket um, and then when he gets his chance in, in the longer format as well, because he will, I think he's he's going to play all three formats. He's very talented. Um, he's got all the shots. It's just, you know what it is? It's shot selection, picking mm. the right time to play the right shot. But, yeah, I I'd, I'd also, I don't think you want to see someone like that change his natural game. It's just... Like I say, it's, it's the shot selection. It's been in one day game. If he, we, I remember this conversation was had with Adam Gilchrist a million times as well. If you can just give yourself two overs, so if you just actually didn't hit the ball for two overs, what that allows you to do is assess pitch, bowler, movement. Once you've got those three things lined up, then you make decisions around how you're going to play. Mm. But trying to do that without assessing those three, there's, it's not impossible. You see guys do it all the time on good flat wickets, but it makes things harder at the start of your innings. Yeah. If you've assessed those three, then you might say, okay, this might be a 250 wicket. Or no, nah, this is a 350 wicket. And these players are so skillful. It's a byproduct of 2020. Of course. Uh, yeah, and it's his first game as yeah. well. Like, I'd love that he walked out and had the courage to to play exactly how he's been playing in 2020 cricket. That's that's why he's been picked. So he doesn't – this kid does not need to change much at all. He is very, very talented. I love watching him play. And he hits the ball. He's not yeah. a big boy. It's crisp, he it? smacks it as hard <laughs> as anyone. Uh, spare a thought for the bloke in the crowd yesterday Ooh, who yeah. uh, well wore one in the face uh, off a, a Sean Abbott six. And oh, uh, I think he drew some claret, had a – Amazing-looking bandage. I saw a picture of after as well, but uh, I'm sure highly entertaining for his mates. He's okay. Couple of stitches. Uh, <laughs> it's all one straight in the in the cheek. It looks like not as easy as it looks. Mido, is it, it those high balls? That's it. Straight through the hands. <laughs> Look out. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> tell you what, it could have been nasty. It still was pretty nasty, but uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, he's copying an absolute ribbing today. <laughs> no one saw it. No, no, no one. Only slowed it all down. <laughs> 15, 15 times replayed on the big screen. Like it wasn't on free to air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he, exactly he's, right. he's happy it's not on free to air. <laughs> uh, so, well done. so the third one day is in Canberra tomorrow. And then we've got three T20s. And then not too far away, 
to a trip to New Zealand. But uh, today as well, we'll be keeping an eye on this India-England test match and you predicted they'd probably fight back up and Very even good. with their players out India. Uh, I didn't have the... Uh, the Kahuna's to probably go in and back England, mm. and they're chasing three ninety nine, and they lost Duckett last night. They're one for sixty seven. A uh, Jasprit Bumrah, Poof, genius, is a, an amazing bowler pup. And yep. in the first dig for England, he got six for forty five. And this is on a spinner's pitch, by the way. But his ability to bowl with reverse swing, I watched a bit of his spell there the other day. Also had a quick look at his record overall. I mean, he is very good, as world class as it gets. He's test average now, and he hasn't like he's only played thirty three test matches. He's averaging twenty point eight one, having already having taken one hundred and forty six <laughs> wickets in those thirty three test matches. Mm. But well, he's bowling that, a lot in India. That's yeah, in and the they have, they're already having a conversation. Is he is is he India's greatest ever fast bowler? Just they're, needs to probably play at yeah. least double that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. Uh, but he's been magnificent all around the world. Very skillful. Uh, the other day, he got a, a number of those Eng- England batters out with just pace. Like, yes, there was some reverse swing, but I think he got Ollie Pope with an absolute beauty of a Yorker. He just did him for speed. Um, Nick Joe Rudolph, that one shaped away, reverse swing. Uh, but, he, yeah, he's he's action uh, and then the skill. Like, he's got one of the best slow balls in the game. The Yorker is spot on, on the money. Him and Mitchell Stark have probably got two of the best Yorkers, I reckon, in the game as well. And when you can bowl that 145Ks, um, right arm falls away, angles into a right-hander, creates something different. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, they've they been very good. India, good fight back. And you'd imagine they will win the Test match today. But, um, yeah, England won't write themselves off. They'll think they can get them. The wicket's still pretty good. It's not spinning as much as the first test. I'll tell you what, Jimmy Anderson was bowling well. Yeah, yeah he bowled very yeah. well. Mate, yeah. Very he, skillful, Anderson. He could move yeah. the ball. He was swinging the ball. He was. He adapts. He bowls. Oh. He bowls. He's, he's one bowler. of the few bowlers that can vary his length based on the country you're playing in. So the length you bowl in India is too short in Australia. Mm. It's more back of a length, but because it doesn't bounce as much, you can't afford to pitch the ball up too much, certainly once it gets older, because it's money for jam. You can drive everything in India. In Australia, you've got to be even fuller than where you are in England. India's probably back of a length. England's probably, you know, that... uh, You can probably afford to just be bouncing it over the top of off stump. Australia, you come to Australia, you got, that feels like you've got to bowl hard volleys. Mm. But he's so skillful. He just knows, rightio, this is the country I'm going to. This is how I've got to practice. Well, he looked dangerous. Every he time I turned good. it on and he was bowling, he just looked like he had them mesmerised at times. Mm. Ball was just doing too much for him. Yeah. Boomer, though, looks like the kind of bowler pup that you'd never feel like you, as a batter you're ever really on top of. Yeah, like, for sure. And, and I think the other thing as well, in, in somewhere like... When you're batting, you, you, you sort of pick your bowler as well because some you feel comfortable or more comfortable to certain bowlers. But I think with someone like Bumrah in India, you think, okay, it's spinning, so it's so hard to score off the spinners. I'll try and score off the quick. You can't because, like I say, he's so skillful. As soon as you – that lapse in concentration or that lack of discipline with shot selection, that's the one you nick. You just think, oh, man, I've just been facing spin. I can't get off strike. He's, if he pitches it up, I'm going to drive it. But, he's again, that reverse swing shapes away. Angle back in, you just get your front leg a bit too straight, LBW. He's, 
Yeah, mm. and he's not 120 k. He's no. 140 k's. But just with that like, short run up, weird interesting action, action as well to face. Yeah, just everything about it looks like it'd be a nightmare. Well, I tell you what, what it does. You face. think every ball because of how he lets the ball go, he's angled out of his hand. You feel like mm. every ball should come into mm. you, mm. but he has the skill to angle in, swing away. Very hard to face, especially at the start of your innings. Uh, now, just a text here about Pebble Beach, the pro-air. Morning, boys. Can you tell me what happened to the last round? I'm just seeing on our screens it's delayed. Apparently, the weather is horrendous over there in Northern California. And heading into the final round of that Pebble Beach pro-air, Wyndham Clark having shot a course record 12 under 60. Uh, the US Open champion has a one-shot lead. And Aussie Jason Day was outstanding in his third round as well. He shot a nine under 63 to be 13 under par. So he's four shots off the pace whenever uh, that tournament resumes. Uh, guess who's back today, pup? Nah. Your old mate. Who we got? Buzz. Buzz is oh, back but, yeah. for the uh, year with yeah, all his yeah. news and I notes. I expected Buzz to be back today. And Mondays. He's on Mondays. Yeah, yeah good. But, you, oh, know, nice. we're, you know, we're a month out from the season, but... Buzz is he had any gossip buzz in his ready to go? Shush, oh. Does he do a shush in column he, or something? No, in his column today, he's got the Bears. We'll be back. Oh, really? Oh, you'll be happy with him then, Peter. He, he did a sit down with PVL, and Peter has mentioned that the Bears possibly could be a part of the, the league going forward. So interesting to hear Buzz's take on that. A lot of support out there for the Bears, you know. Bring it on. Love to see, not as a standalone, and it you know, yeah. pains to say, not as a standalone Sydney but team. But they were never looking as a standalone no, no. either. The, you know, reality mm. is that it's never going to be another team in Sydney. No. So in some sort of iteration with a new club slash franchise, could the Bears be involved, which is what they've been obviously trying to place themselves as you know, a new license is eventually handed out. And there it is, back page of the Daily Telegraph. Buzz reveals Volandi's plan to revive the Bears, crack the US and grow NRL into our billion-dollar baby is the headline there. And it's on the back page of the Courier-Mail as well, billion-dollar baby, as he speaks to Buzz exclusively a month out from the start of the new season. And, uh, well, he's talking about with the expansion situation, as Loz mentioned. He said that PNG is the favourite, by the way, and we spoke about that last week with all that government funding and support. Uh, Peter Volandis acknowledges that PNG is the favourite, but acknowledges that the Bears have to be in the equation and potentially part of a new team. Now, Volandis also thinks in 10 years' time, we will have 20 teams. Uh, and, I mean, the AFL's about to go to 19. Uh, with the Tasmania side, but that's not until 2028, to be fair. Uh, but you know, we have to have the population and pathways yeah. in particular. Pathways is the big it. one, Mido. That For me, it's it's the pathways. That's where you're getting your players from. Um, there's no doubt that league is very popular at the moment. And if it continues on this growth and trajectory, I think they could sustain 20 teams, depending on where you place them as well. I think that obviously PNG is in line. There's been a lot of talk about Perth. There's been a lot of talk about possibly um, uh, another team up there in, in, in Brisbane, I think the Western Corridor. Uh, you've also got um, you know, South Island of New Zealand. So there's a lot of options available but they've just got to make sure when they go there, everything is in place for long-term success. You don't want to have a team come in and then struggle, um, not financially, but just struggle for numbers and support. So um, I think the way that the game is 
run today, clubs uh, are, ve- are very uh, viable and, and, and financially stable because of the grants that they get from the NRL. Um, but I think there's a lot of support out there for the Bears coming back into the competition in some way, shape or form. Uh, back page of the telly as well. Uh, our man Bulldog, he's now an aviation expert as well, by the way. And what's the Roosters conspiracy theory start again here after this one? The headline is Roosters dream run to Vegas. And Bulldog reporting on here, well, the plane they are going to be travelling on is some new age fancy plane. Uh, it's what a Boeing 7879 Dreamliner, which uh, has lower cabin altitude, less turbulence, uh, new filtration, better humidity, and less fatigue is quoted in this less story. Less turbulence. Le- <laughs> right. Yeah. There Fair you go. Enough. So the roosters, they are floating on a cloud to Vegas, basically. <laughs> Conspiracy theories, here oh, we go. Good story, doggy. Good story. So what are they saying? The others are going on a single well, engine plane they or something, go, are they? Like, single single they? propeller yeah. while the roosters are on the yeah. A380. The old Fokker 49 or whatever they used to call them. Flying to Vegas. <laughs> you, you would, oh, and, and you know what? I'm not even going to go here. It's Monday less Monday. turbulence. I wonder how we can guarantee yeah. less turbulence. I love this. I'm just going to quote a couple of... Why would of they not fly together. all together? Or teams. Don't know. Uh, as Bulldog reports. We'll ask him later in the week. Boeing's Are they flying flight. economy? Mm. Are they flying business? Oh. Are they flying first? No, no, business class. Or business class. Business class. So he's okay. stating the so website, they can't Bulldog, all be. They, you wouldn't imagine they could all fit no. all teams on one no. plane. But it's pretty simple, you would have thought. And I would imagine <laughs> that there's a lot of bigger fish mm. than the NRL players flying internationally on a daily basis for very important mm. functions, sports, Diplomatic media. work? Yeah, like I just yeah. think, like, that, uh, getting off the plane feeling fresh is everyone's dream and goal, but flying is flying. Yeah, no matter. Uh, you can no sit. No matter. Well, no matter what you're sitting in, I've what sampled you're flying them all. In. I've yep. sampled them all. Yep. And flying is still On a long distance flying. flight, Mate, you still get off the plane Jet lag tied. is still jet lag. Yep. Being in the air for that amount of time is being in the air for that amount of time. So what's the website state? What's he what's he well, called? Well, yep. Uh, but I like on. his Let thinking. me bring this back. Uh, the website, so the Boeing website. Qantas have made a new jet. Says the, the Dreamliner. the Roosters. Says, well, I'll, I'll just quote a couple of lines here. Uh, the 787 cab is wider than that of the airplanes it replaces. So passengers enjoy more personal space, both physically and visually. And the cabin architecture creates a strong sense of spaciousness. Uh, there's better lighting, more adjustable LED lighting. So that provides more lighting choices to create a relaxing environment. What about this less turbulence situation, though? Are you buying that? I can't buy the less turbulence because I don't oh think God. whatever plane you... It might be less turbulence than... Have you flying like, a good, like flying a a good day? Plane. Flying a yeah. good day, there's less turbulence. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. By the way, Boeing hasn't had... Go and watch the Netflix documentary if you haven't seen it. Jeez. Mate, anyway. walk into BMW, that's what they say about their four-wheel drive. Walk into Mercedes, yeah, exactly that's what they right. say about their four-wheel drive. Come on. Mm. The Roosters are getting their own jet made. <laughs> they're, they're always got an advantage, the Roosters. <laughs> getting their own jet made. Now, I, for, I think it's going to make a difference. <laughs> first multi of 2024 loss yeah. provided by you. Unbelievable circumstances. Well, nobody lost. 
That was that's a win. The good part. Mm. Well, the one loser was James McDonald. I saw uh, Jay McRide yesterday in Hong Kong. Yeah, so that's good. He recovered after yeah. you know having some issues getting aboard celerity in it, into the gates and suffered a foot injury and couldn't I can ride stop for the rest them. of the I day. I can stop horses running. <laughs> I can stop jockeys participating. I can stop a multi. I don't know why or how I do it, but I've got these special powers. <laughs> well, Solcoats finished second. Yeah. Uh, so it held up its end of the bargain, but that was later in the day. And celerity, which we needed to run top two as well, uh, unfortunately didn't get out of the gates, was scratched, mm. which means our punters got their cash back. Mate, I'm on that horse at 101 to win the slipper. Well, now, qualify. well it's going to, well, you know, Team Godolphin will change its plans. No, it could still qualify. It could still have to win a couple there. of races, well, though. Exactly right. And then go into the slipper. Mm. Mm. So that was a blow on that front for Godolphin. But luckily, thankfully, J Mac, yeah, seems to have recovered after he ended up missing, well, yeah, he was stood down or stood himself down for the rest of the day there at Rose Hill on Saturday. Uh, but give us a call. Heroes and Villains, as always, on a Monday, 13 $100 gift card to give out to the best contribution this morning on the text line, 0419767272. And uh, keep them coming in thick and fast. We've got Jay's Whale uh, is a nomination from Stephen at Wagga for his 209 for India against England and has made Mossy's football multi his villain. Oh, poor Mossy. Uh, like all us Liverpool fans, will be uh, pretty grim this morning. Uh, also, hero Benji Marshall saying the right things, making the right moves. Hopefully it translates on the field. Villain Steve Smith, second last over, Green called a single. Smith sent him back uh, to score the final runs next over and ruin Pup's $8 tip of Green highest bat. Cost me a small mm. fortune. Hopeful Tiger, talking through your kick there, Hopeful Tiger, and as you should... Uh, that is unfortunate. Yeah, Puppy did tip Cameron Green high bat on Friday for the first one day. Mm. And I think he got 76 and Smith ended up with 79. Uh, so, so I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Second doesn't count. When you give it, you know, seven to one tip, Smitty it nearly comes now. through. Welcome back. Plenty of results to get through in the Premier League overnight. Manchester United beat West Ham 3-0. Wolves won at Chelsea at Stamford Bridge 4-2. Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest finish 1-1 in the big match this morning. Arsenal have beaten Liverpool 3-1 at the Emirates. It was 1-1 and then a calamitous uh, mix-up at the back between Becker and Van Dijk ensured that Martinelli had uh, an easy kick straight through at goal. Uh, with uh, no obstacle in front of him, which put Arsenal up 2-1. And then Liverpool suffered. Well, Canate got his second yellow late on. Uh, so they were down to 10 men. And then Trossard scored in stoppage time for Arsenal. So 3-1. And that all means with the standings. Uh, and Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham on the weekend conceded a very late goal against Everton, uh, didn't they, as well? So uh, that meant... A 2-2 draw for Ange's Spurs. But as far as the table is concerned now, so Liverpool on top with 51 points, but they've played 23 games. Arsenal have also played 23 games on 49 in second. Then you go to Manchester City in third on 46 points, five points behind. But they've got two games in hand of Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, Aston Villa in fourth on 46 points in 23 games. And Tottenham fifth, 23 games, have 44 points is your table at the moment. Now, last night in the A-League, 
Uh, high drama. M- MacArthur beat the Wanderers 4-3, courtesy of a late goal to Jamar. It was a classic at Campbelltown. And afterwards, Wanderers coach Marco Radan absolutely teed off at the officials in his news conference, stating there's a stigma attached to his club. He mentions the referee and how there's history between Radan and him. Uh, he was particularly scathing at how Jermaine stayed on the pitch after he kicked out of one of his players in the first half. So we'll speak to Mossy all about this uh, later this morning, but uh, certainly plenty of drama in the A-League there with that match last night. Heroes and villains on a Monday, so give us a call, 13 53 53 0419 767 on the text line. Loza, what have you got for us? Uh, my hero is Ali Day, winning his fifth Ironman series, Crown, so well done to him uh, up there at Currawood Beach on the Gold Coast yesterday. And I don't know whether you saw this on the weekend at all, fellas, or read about it, but my villain is the Zimbabwean under-19 cricket team. was going to be my villain as well, Loz. Disgraceful. Terrible. So they knocked the ball. Batter knocks the ball in front of him. The ball is stopped. He looks to the keeper. He goes, I'm going to pick it up. Yep, the nod was there. Picks it up, hands it to the keeper. He then appeals with the bowler. Out for obstructing the field. Terrible. Can you believe that? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. (laughs) Hang on a second. When he blocked the ball... It stopped. He looked at the bloke, and there was so a nod, and ha- then he picked it up, gave it to the wicketkeeper, and he How can he appealed. be given out for obstructing the field? If the ball is still, he's not obstructing anyone. The ball's stopped. The ball's dead. I need to see it. Ah, uh, it's not allowing I need to me see it. The ball stops. So he, can't, he actually can't be given out. If the ball's a chance of hitting the stumps, yes... If he's outside of his crease and could be run out, yes. But if the ball is stopped, he's turned and asked the wicketkeeper, can he pick it up yep. to help them out? I don't know if he got absolute consent from the from the fielder. That's what I, I need to see it again. Well, he lots. looks at him. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, all and that there was, stuff as well. Uh, it was all, and then there was an incident in the uh, Shield game yesterday yep. with Chris Green. Mm. So he hits it back to the bowler. The bowler gets it, throws it at the stumps. He's out of his crease. Yeah. And he just puts his bat it. in front of his pads. Out. They gave him not out. Was the ball going to yes. hit the stumps? Well, out. they said they said that the ball again. I need to see the. They footage, said the ball possibly wasn't his pads. Yes, they said the ball was possibly mm. not going to hit the stumps. Mm. No, the if it's if, if you're out of your crease and the ball throws the ball at the stumps, and you intentionally hit it mm. out. So that that's I need, I, well, I need, again with yeah. both of those, I'm just I'm just going on what you're telling me. I, I need to see the replays, but yeah, that's um, yeah, that's not a good look from Zimbabwe player. No, he's no. he's allowed the, the ball is stopped. The ball yeah. stopped. He's looked at him. Basically the other thing as well with that stuff, you're allowed to remove, like you're allowed to take your appeal back as well. Like sometimes in the heat yeah. of the battle, you just say, yeah, no, nah, we need to get him out. We we can't get him out. Get the wicket. But then as you do it, you go, you know what? That's not okay. Yeah. Umpire, we. Taking our appeal back, we don't want the guy giving out like well, that. Well, that's exactly what I thought would happen it's like in a those situations. I, I don't see. Uh... Here's the, I'm just showing Pup the WA one yesterday with Chris Green. So Stobo's the bowler, straight box it straight back to him. Well, I don't. I actually don't think it's going to hit the stumps. I think it's going to miss leg stump when he throws it anyway. And but... it's certainly going to hit his pad as well. well you would I say. I don't know. He's, he's he's lucky to get away with that. He because he's outside of his crease. 
You should know you can't do it. He's lucky to get away with that. But that's just a natural reaction, isn't it? If it's coming at your body, yeah, 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 definitely. Hmm. Yeah, if he throws it straight at you, but... Sorry, sorry, the Zimbabwe guy was out-handled the ball, by the way. Uh, Sorry, the England player was out-handled the ball. So, yeah, I've got to find the the Zimbabwe one to show you. But I saw it, Loz, and thought as well. I can't believe you guys... That one was bad. The the ball's not rolling. Yeah. Jeez, I tell you. You're thinking Green's lucky. I reckon Green's lucky there, looking at that replay, because he's outside of his crease mm. and he's intentionally hit the ball. He's better off in that situation. Just if he stays still and it hits you, hits you in the pad, then... But also, if somebody throws a cricket ball at you and you've got a bat in you, I promise you, you're still trying to protect yourself with your bat. Even though you've got pads and that on, you're still... Natural, natural reaction. reaction is to put your bat there to stop it hitting yep. you. But... I can un- yeah, that's a, he's. I'll tell you. I reckon he's lucky to be not given out there. Yeah, because he's outside of his crease, crease. when he intentionally he sort of yeah. moves a little bit to the leg side to hit it as well. Yeah, like if he doesn't hit it with his bat, stands still, it hits him in the pad, which it was probably going to hit him in the leg anyway. So I don't know. Anyway, those things are yeah on the field. You make that decision, but when you look at when you when I see that replay, I think he's lucky to get away with that. I'm just going to show you what happened yeah, in the under-19. So, so it just falls at the ground. He picks it up. That's not out. No. That cannot be out. Yeah, but he hasn't He hasn't really got consent from the... Man, either way, the ball's not hitting. The ball's so he's stopped. Picked, he's just picked. That's not out. Yep. It cannot be given out. The ball is dead still on the ground in front of him. It's not moving. The ball's not moving. Yeah, but, but because they appealed, this is what Zimbabwe appealed. So Either way, even if you appeal, if the ball's still... How's, how can you be? How can how can you be changing the form of like? There's no dismissal to be caused. The, if the ball's moving, different story because it could roll back onto your stumps. If the boy's dead still, mate, I can't be given. I can't be given out. How am I out? It's not handled ball. The ball's stopped. I, I just can't believe the, the ball's reaction actually, of the, the keeper the wrong and decision. the bowler. As soon as the batter picked the ball up, both yeah, of them not, appealed yeah, straight away. Play. You know what? Which is yeah, unbelievable. It's poor play. It's yeah. Poor cricket by Zimbabwe. But, I, but and again, I, I seem to get a lot of rules wrong. <laughs> that's why we had a team manager. I didn't need to know the rules by the sounds of it as captain of Australia. That's but, a common sense one. Mate, that's ridiculous. The ball is dead. If the ball's rolling on towards the stumps or, you know, it's and the other thing is, well, when the ball stops like that, how long until it's a dead ball? Yeah. Oh. I just think that's your right. Whether the decision's right or wrong, it's horrible play by Zimbabwe under 19 team. They shouldn't even appeal for that. Oh, Craig's opening the can of worms here. Morning, guys. We are the biggest hypocrites if we're getting stuck into the Zimbabwean team for unsportsmanlike behaviour, but we're happy with the best. best well, though, yeah, the people are going to say that as well. Which that, is, well I you know, think that was different. Oh, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, is it, you just said bring on footy season. Can we get to the Tigers? <laughs> I'm not going there again, Loz. No way. Have you got a hero and villain then, pup? Uh, well, I'm going to go villains. I'm going to go villain. That Zimba- Oh, actually, no, I'm not even going to go there. The fact that it's not on free-to-air, the one day is in T20s, and it sounds like that's been the case for a while, but I wish it was on free-to-air. That can be my villains. And the heroes, I'm going to say this series, England v India series. Even if India win here, one or five test match series as well. Mm. Um, and the cricket's been good. I think, I think this pitch didn't spin as much as the first test in Hyderabad, but I think we've seen some really good cricket. So I can't – well, it's been a long time. You know, Ashes I'm always into, Australia versus, versus India I'm into. But to watch two other cricket teams 
with so much interest. I can't remember last time since I had this much interest in test match cricket from a non-Australian team, put it that way. So, uh, yeah, very good to watch. They can be my heroes. My hero, fellas, is Carl Weathers, who sadly passed yeah, away, yeah. otherwise known as Apollo Creed and Chubbs Peterson. Chubbs. <laughs> uh, you know, part of some of the great sporting movies of all time when you think, you know, Rocky. Yeah. Well, he was what, Rocky? Rocky two, three, and four he was in uh, as Apollo Creed and Chubbs Peterson in Happy Gilmore. Passed away in his sleep, age 76. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have to say Rocky and Happy Gilmore. If, you, if you're thinking sporting movies, both would be in your top ten, wouldn't they? Got to be. Easily. Both of them. Uh, so, Carl Weathers is my hero in this Zimbabwe out of 19. the villain. On the text line, g'day, boys. My hero is the bloke that tried to catch the ball in the cricket yesterday. My villain is the bloke that tried to catch the ball as well. Uh, um, yeah. Sore cheekbone, I reckon. Great uh, hero, great test match in India, like yours, pup. Villain McGurk's lack of patience, says Curly and Mackay. Fascinating uh, international debut, though. What was it? Six, Ten or five balls. Four, six, out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way he plays, though. See it, hit mm. it. Um, natural talent, that's what he's got. He's extremely powerful and strong for how, how small he is. Um but yeah, serious talent. So now he's just gonna—he'll mould that. He'll mould that into, you know, uh, if he's opening the batting in a T20, he can do that in a one day. Or he can probably afford to give himself a little bit more time, uh, and then he's gonna have to take that discipline into Shield cricket and and I think one day Test cricket. I think he's that good a player. Yeah. I think it's just gonna be um, a little bit how a little bit like how Davey Warner started. Remember Davey started in 2020s and sort of seaball smack ball and then he moulded his game, moulded that, softened it a little bit for one day cricket and then found a way to make it work in test cricket. So yeah, I reckon this kid's um he's got all the things you need to be able to play in all three formats. Morning fellas, my hero this week has to be Wolverhampton winning away at Chelsea. My villain has to be the Australian cricket team showing again no patience nor regard for the wickets. Case in point Fraser McGurk out in the first over and I uh, says Brett for Pen- Brett from Penrith. Uh, hero Jet Lawrence for his second win in the 450 AMA Supercross Championship. Uh, Luke from Woolgoolga getting stuck in the Bulldog as his villain there as well. Uh, and uh, you know, Happy Gilmore is a great comedy, but great sports movie, please. Well, it, yeah, okay, I'll take your point. It's based around golf, though, isn't it? Are we calling it? Are we calling it a sports? Can you, we call Happy Gilmore a sports? Yeah, man? for sure. <sighs> yeah, I, I'd have to call it a sports movie because yeah. it's about golf. Mm. Thank you. G'day, Shane. I appreciate it. Shane, <laughs> what's Clarky, doing, Shane? Again, boys. Listen, I love I love my NFL, but. NRL, I can smell it. It's not far We're ready away. for it, Shane. We're ready for it. Trials start next Thursday night too. At Mate, how good. Belmore. Might, might head out to Belmore. It's just around the corner for me. I go and watch the mighty storm. Give it to those dogs. <laughs> Look, um, my hero boys, six foot five, eighteen stone, Sean Kepi. I'm going to bash the Manly Pack in Vegas. I'm going to rip off Schuster's head. Sensational. We love this. We want more forwards talking like this to get the game fired up. Um, my villain, boys, is getting back to old Joshy Schuster and Manly. 
Steve's and Mastrov and Wayne Cousins, the media managers, coming out and saying, everything's fine here. Joshy's here forever. 800 grand a year for the next four years. Please. They'll be looking at Nofaluma exit clause. Yeah, it's an interesting year for Schuster because, as you mentioned, Shana, he's on that big money deal for four years. Now, they've committed to him. Uh, it's a matter of now Schuster committing to the team and doing the right things and getting his body in the right shape and having a, a big year. There's no doubt he's got the talent, but that'll be a, a storyline, no doubt, through the year. I, I think Manly are in for a big year. I think I, – I, well, I was interested to read um, Shane Flanagan's comments on the weekend mm. Um, mm. talking about how they had a scrimmage session against Manly and Tom just looked in superb form. Now, it's scrimmage, but we are talking Tom – Trebojevic, and I saw Tom on the weekend, and he is looking big and fit. So if they can keep him on the paddock, I've got no doubt that Manly will play finals. And you just never know. With their team, with Brooks going to six, I think he's in for a good year. Uh, they'll have a lot of points in them with Schuster if he can play his best football. Uh, Oluk Kawatu. Yeah, expecting him to go to another, another level. Another level, yeah. I, I think they'll go well this year, Manly. But anyhow, we'll see what happens, Shana. I um, If I was Josh Schuster, I would have Clint Newton's number on speed dial. In case they play games, they get a lawyer down there, lawyer up and say, all right, boys, I'll take a payout. Give me $1.6 million and I'll... Oh, you dropped out there. We lost you, Shane. All right, I've got to go, Oh, boys. there you are. There you are. <laughs> oh, who are you going in the Super Bowl, by the way? Uh, look, I'm, I'm all over Kansas. Look, I was with the 49ers, but I think Mahomes' destiny is with him. He, he just, mate, the Bills had him and he escaped. The Ravens couldn't stop him. Yeah. This bloke seems to have spiders on him. He's just a, he's a dead set freak. Yeah, I'm all so, over the 49ers, but I reckon Kansas will win. Well, this, this is the beauty. It, it's, it's split down the middle. Mm. It, it, you know, it's, it, there's so many variables for both teams. Um, it's just and the offers of which pub or which place to go and watch it. I mean, the Great Northern at Chatswood, five dollar butts all day and free hot dogs. <laughs> I think we'll be at the Stain. I think we're going to the Stain again, so. are we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's always mm. a good day down there. It's probably a bit far for you to travel, but I, I, I've, I've always been a Forty Nine er. So, well, I'm, I'm just, what are you talking you, about? You just said I'm you, all, mate, over, I'm the all over the Forty Well, I am because I'm a but fan. Kansas City yeah. will win. Okay. What are you talking about? You're a Forty Nine er fan. You've had three teams this year. Yeah, you have. I'm a, I've, I've always been a 49 from a Raider to a Charger always to a 49 in, in one season. Yeah, that's impressive, isn't Mate, it? just pick your team. I've, I've you laid pick, them on the line You right pick your team, one. then you pick your quarterback. You, mate, try and pick the same quarterback from the well, team you're I'm, going I'm, for. I'm not impressed with Purdy. <laughs> I'm not impressed with Purdy. I, I think you're right, Shane. I think Mahomes gets the job it's done. Shane, I reckon he's drunk. I reckon he's come in this morning drunk. Purdy's just you're, you, you're off the rails. Wins. Uh, why? Can you hear what's coming out of your mouth? Well, yeah, I've always been a 49er, and I reckon... But you're going for the Chiefs? No, I'm not going for the Chiefs. I'm all over. I'm all over the 49ers. I'm all in. But I you, think... The Chiefs with, are going to win. Well, he's the best player. Mahomes is the best oh, player. Mate, if that's not sitting on the fence, I don't know what is. Can you pick one side and stick there? No. Who well, are you going for? If I'm having a punt, okay, it's on Kansas City, but I'll be cheering for the 49ers. <laughs> What, you don't do that? And then Tuesday, will be I, like, see, I told you. I'm going for the so. team. If I'm going to put money on a team, I'm going for that team, and I want that team to win. End of story. No, not when it comes to punning. You want both. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll back something I think will win. 
You're backing something you think is going to lose. You're telling me the Chiefs are going to win, but you're going to back 49ers. No, no, no. I'm cheering for the 49ers, but if I was having a punt, I'd be odd in the Kansas City Chiefs. You're not having a punt? No, I'm staying out. Just going to watch it enjoy, I'm eh? staying out. Oh, my God. You've done that before. Yeah, definitely. I'll be having you know, a everyone, yeah, everyone. Mido does it when Australia game. plays. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants, he says he wants the Aussie to win. Aussies to win, but he's back in West Indies. I'm yeah. getting with old. His this hard business earned. is all about yeah. profit now. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's not about sentiment. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I you. think the Chiefs are going to win, and I will stick my money on the Chiefs. Good. And you get a good so price, too, right $2.10. Now, I could not care less about the 49ers. I still can't believe they are the outsiders. I'm putting mine on Tay-Tay. There's a market is, for Tay-Tay, too. Is Tay-Tay going to sing with Usher? Because isn't Usher doing the... Um... Well, we've got 13 Taylor Swift novelty markets here. <laughs> at Tab. Uh, I go. like this one. Over-under. How many times shown during the game? The over-under is seven and a half. Mm. She's going to be busy. Uh, Usher to perform a Taylor Swift song. Yes, $10, no, $1.04. No, she, she won't perform. You don't reckon she'll get up no. and... no. She'll perform at the after party. Taylor Swift shown during anthem. Oh yes. Oh, this is the. Oh, best. not during the anthem. Yeah. Do, do you reckon they won't show her during the anthem? I reckon no. they will. will the... I think they'll show her a lot before the start. I don't know whether they will the during the anthem. Oh, I'm happy to take oh, yes at two dollars yeah, thirty five. I reckon they might as well. Lose. I reckon that's a bet. I'm not even joking. Was it last year the guy yeah, reckon, with the beard? How tragic is that? That's a bet. They're going to show her. Take the two thirty-five. Go, Tate. Oh, I don't. I don't know whether they will. They're very parochial about their yeah their their uh, national anthem yeah. and who they show on television. Like catering what for should the she do? Because you've been off her and then you got back on no, her. I'm back on her. So would you like her to turn? As in, <laughs> <laughs> would you like Supporting her? When would yeah. you like her to turn up? Do you want to come early or do you want to just to back off? Do you want to stand at the back of the uh, box? Well, I don't do care want? what she does now. You're not bothered? No, because when I saw her tell the television <laughs> to leave station her alone. to leave her alone, that's when she got me. Okay. Because I knew it wasn't about her then. But then what if... Because beforehand, it just seemed like it what was if she all stands about at the, her. If it's not about her, why is she standing at the front of the box? Why doesn't she go stand well, she at the back? she probably bought the box. She owns the box. No, nah, she wouldn't. She doesn't need to buy well, I wanted to be in that box. Imagine being in that box. You'd be oh. celebs everywhere. Yeah. I'd everywhere. love the brother. Yeah, of course. He'd be drinking with him. Well, he just looks like a champion, yeah, yeah, doesn't he? He looks, like a, 100%. he looks like a guy yeah. that you just sit there all afternoon yeah. with, what throwing about a, back cans. What about a proposal? A what about the Chiefs win? Well, you can bet on that. What about the Chiefs win and old Trav gets on his knee? Well, yes is $10. Oh, you know what? Imagine that. Yes is $10. Yeah, uh, no is $1.04. Yeah, what oh. if he drops down to his knee right. with the trophy in his hand? Wouldn't surprise me. Tay-Tay rejects him, says, not today, baby. Taylor Swift lipstick not ready. colour. Mm. Red. Taylor red. Swift. Red. Lip- What's red? Red's five. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Any other colour, $8. Yeah. I don't mind this one as well. Oh, what about Gatorade? That's always a popular. Blue. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, they'll be in the novelties. Blue's, sure. my, blue's my go for Gatorade over the colour. Well, they won't have red. Not if Tay-Tay's got red lipstick. They'll mix it up. Well, they... Well, they... No, they won't have red. Why is Gatorade not paying her as an ambassador? She can have a drink of Gatorade in the box, surely. Just hold one bottle of Gatorade. There's a $50 million deal for it. I'll tell you the other one I'm off, though. I'm off Mahomes' partner. You don't like her? Well, she hangs around knowing that she's going to get on television with Tay-Tay. 
Yeah, so they become best friends forever. BFF. Wow, mate. I hate that. The hubbies are rocking BFF. it on the field. The girls are rocking it off the field. Oh, There'll be a falling out. Family dinners. I'll, I'll take the dollar ninety falling out. Uh, we're going to speak to the Sydney Kings coach, Mahmoud Abdel Fattah, shortly. And, uh, well, it's been a mixed season, to say the least. 85-78, they went down to Adelaide on Friday night. Uh, which means they are 12-14 and 14 on the season. Now, they're still in the playoffs or the play-in tournament uh, as it stands. So they're in fifth spot on the ladder. Huge game coming up against Illawarra, the Hawks, this weekend. So two matches left to try and shore up their position in, in the finals. But there's a big chasing pack here. Uh, well, New Zealand, Cairns, Adelaide, just one win behind them. So still a fair bit to play out and a pretty exciting end to the NBL season before the playoffs. Uh, just if you just waking up and tuning in, your English Premier League results from overnight. The big game, Arsenal beat Liverpool 3-1. Uh, Manchester United beat West Ham 3-0. Wolves won at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea 4-2. And Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest finished 1-1. And in the A-League last night, MacArthur beat the Wanderers 4-3. Uh, courtesy of a late goal. It was a classic at Campbelltown, and Marco Redan certainly teed off at the officials or the referee after. And uh, we'll speak to Mossy about it all later this morning. The Aussies in the cricket, well, they won by 83 runs to clinch the one-day international series against the West Indies, up 2-0 with one to play that match in Canberra tomorrow. Australia posting 9 for 258 off the back of Sean Abbott's 69 of 63 deliveries. He top scored coming in at number eight. And the Windies rolled for 175 in the 44th over at the SCG with Josh Hazelwood, eight overs, none for four, uh, sorry, three for 43. And uh, Sean Abbott, who was player of the match after his uh, performance with the bat as well, then came out and rolled 10 overs, three for 40. Aaron Hardy, one for 27. He had eight overs, two off his eight overs, two maidens. Will Sutherland, two for 28 off eight overs. Adam Zampa. One for 31 as well. So a good bowling performance again from the Aussies. What about the catch from Cameron Green? Pup. Good catch. Specky. Stuck out the left mitt. Yeah. He's got great hands. He's taken some beauties in the in the gully throughout the test series as well. So, yeah, bat bowl field. You know, he does all three very well, Cameron Green. England heading to day four today, needing another 332. They're one for 67 in their second innings, chasing 399 to win the second test in India. And... Uh, Go up, which would be unlikely, 2-0 in the series. New Zealand in their match against South Africa after day one of their first test match. And, of course, South Africa bringing over, well, a B-side, really. Uh, New Zealand 2 for 258 at stumps on day one off the back of centuries to Kane Williamson, who's not out 112, and Rachin Ravindra uh, not out 118 as well. But we're going to talk some basketball here. Tickets to the Sydney Kings' last home game against their rivals, the Illawarra Hawks. They're on sale. They're selling quickly. So just head to sydneykings.com to get yours. Huge game this Sunday. Joining us is their coach, Mahmoud Abdel Fateh. Mahmoud, good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. How are you guys doing? Really well, thank you. And appreciate your time this morning. Tough night Friday night there in Adelaide. And it was going pretty well until the fourth quarter where you were outscored 31-19. to 19. What do you feel cost you? Yeah, we just, uh, obviously, we just gave away a number of opportunities. Um, you know, we missed a few easy ones uh, at the rim. Um, and I thought we missed some good looks uh, from threes, uh, from three. But we were generating the shots 
um, that we wanted. Uh, they just weren't falling for us, and uh, Adelaide made some plays. Mm. Mate, how frustrating is it as a coach, mate? You just can't get the consistency that you're after. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've been up and down. You know, you lose to Southeast, you beat Melbourne, um, and then you go on the road, uh, you know, which was a big game. Every game is a big game over the last couple of weeks, and um, and then you lose that one. Um, but, you know, like I said, we just got to keep chugging along and doing uh, the best that we can, um, you know, and obviously you guys know the the week that lies ahead. So we got a, we got a big week of practice. and. Mm. Uh, we just have to come back and hopefully uh, take care of uh, home court. Uh, Mahmoud, with that, is is this team the type of team that can flick a switch, though? Like, once you guys get into the finals, it seems like with the experience and the talent that you have, you just need, you know, and sometimes it is a little bit of luck or some things to go your way, and, and all of a sudden, you bang, you get a couple of wins on the road and the Kings are back to, to where we see, seem to see them every year. Yeah, 100%. Um, like I said, I don't know if I've been a part of uh, a season like this, but where it's coming down to the last weekend, and yeah. uh, I think seven teams still have an uh, opportunity to get in. Um, we just have to take care of business, but I do think we have the talent. I think we have the depth. Uh, guys are getting back healthy right now. Um, so, yeah, like I said, who knows? You know, just having a, a week of practice, you know, kind of just to get clean a few things up, get ready for Illawarra, and then if you can protect home court, then you have another couple of days off, um, you know, until southeast. So hopefully we can uh, finish off on a two-game win streak and have some momentum going to the, uh, to the finals. How are spirits amongst the players, Matmu? Because you've got a, you know, a lot of players there, I guess, who have been so used to winning and, and off the back of back-to-back te- championships. And here we are just, just under 500 for the season. So ha- ha- sure. after the game on Friday night, you know, how were they in the dressing room after? Yeah, we were, I mean, we were all disappointed because uh, we just knew, you know, the opportunity that we gave away. Uh, and we've been talking about that just over the last couple of weeks. Uh, if we can put together a, a string of wins, you know, we can kind of, create some separation for ourselves, can kind of clinch a spot. Uh, but we just made it more difficult on ourselves, you know, with a couple of games that we felt uh, that we gave away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, you know, but the, the spirits are high. Everyone's, everyone's positive uh, with where we're at. And uh, they know, you know, Illawarra is going to be uh, the biggest of biggest games. Well, they've turned their season around. And last time you met was on Christmas night where they defeated you by by four points. What's their strengths and how do you, how do you get on top of them in this game? What do you have to do well? Yeah, they're, they're just playing with a lot, uh, a lot more confidence uh, right now. Uh, you know, confidence is uh, the biggest skill, mm. skill set for anybody, but uh, they're playing with a lot more confidence. Um, you know, Gary Clark is uh, playing uh, at a high level. Um, Tyler Harvey's been uh, shooting the ball lights out over his last 10 games, but, uh, Coach just has those guys uh, playing hard every single possession, and they're not going to quit. Uh, whether they're up or down, uh, they're going to play for the entire 40 minutes, uh, which every team uh, is doing. So it's it's going to be right from the jump. We've got to be ready to go, and uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think you're spot on around confidence. I think we see that in all sport. But as a head coach, how do you – how do you instill that in your players when things aren't going to plan or, you know, 
you're not getting the rub of the green. How at training, how important is that to, to find a way to allow these players to walk out and play with so much freedom? Definitely. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, when things aren't going right, mm. kind of just uh, bringing guys back to the moments uh, of success. Um, you know, whether that's through conversation, uh, whether that's through film, uh, but just instilling confidence in the guys and, you know, kind of magnifying uh, the success um, and kind of letting them uh, play through the mistakes. So just addressing that with the guys individually and as a team uh, and showing them how good they can be as individuals and how good uh, we can be as a team. What have you learned about yourself, Mahmoud, as coach this season? I mean, how has this challenge compared to, to previous clubs and previous predicaments you've been in? Oh, for sure. That's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough time for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, every uh, every position has its challenges. But, you know, when you start the year off 7-3 uh, and three, uh, and to be where we are, uh, you know, right now, um, obviously, you know, to start the year, if you told us we'd have the record uh, that we have, uh, I would have told you we probably don't have a shot uh, at making the play-in. But um, I feel the league is just very competitive. Um, I think it's as tight as it's been over the last decade, if not even longer. Um, but, you know, just that, kind of just, you know, trying to string a couple wins together, just making sure that the uh, – the atmosphere is positive, so the guys are enjoying work uh, every single day, and you know they're battling um, just for the, you know for them. You know, hopefully we can get a few more wins, but it's it's been a challenging year. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we still have an opportunity to get in, and then when you get in, uh, any six teams I truly feel can have an opportunity to win it all. Mm. And has, you, has your positive energy been tested at all this year with that inconsistency with the performances? Uh at times, I would definitely say, but no, yeah. but I, I I would definitely say, I mean, that's something you may have to ask the staff or players, but I don't feel I've changed. Yeah. Um, but definitely, you know, you you want you want to win games, and it's it's a lot easier, you know, to do press conferences after wins. It's a lot easier, you know, to to come to practice every day when you win. But the challenge is when you lose games. You know, how do you handle the adversity? And that's something that we've talked about as a collective group. Uh, and I think everybody's done a great job of handling it from staff and players. Um, you know, hopefully I can continue to do the best job that I can for the guys uh, and put them in the position to succeed over these next two weeks, though. Well, Mahmoud, we appreciate your time this morning and uh, let's hope we're rocking into the finals with a couple of wins to finish the, the home and away season. We need it. We need it. It's going to be fun, baby. Let's go. Good on let's you. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Mahmoud. Uh, we've got Adam Pengilly for the conversations we have during the breaks. Adam Pengilly, good morning, mate. How are you? Morning, Meadow. Morning, boys. Uh, okay, this Waterhouse bot two-year-old situation is now getting ridiculous. Uh, they are just absolutely dominating. Seriously. They've got four of the top six in betting currently for the Golden Slipper, Adam. Well, how do you stop them, Mito? Like, the, the, the last two or three months has just been, well, probably even longer, four or five months, to be fair, since the start of the two-year-old season. They've just been phenomenal. This stable's two-year-olds this year has been absolutely outstanding. And, and to be fair, I can remember previous years where, say, the Snowdens had a really good run in the two-year-olds for, for three or four months. And I think Godolphin, the one year, were just rolling out two-year-olds week after week that seemed to be winning. But having said that, 
the big races around the corner, middle, aren't they? Like mm. I, I know they've done an enormous job so far. They've won the Magic Moons with Stormboy, but I reckon Gay and Adrian want to tick off one of these Group Ones throughout the Sydney Autumn Carnival, if not more. And it all comes down to the Slipper, obviously, and potentially the Blue Diamond as well. But we'll start with his Colt Pross. Like he was, he was pretty impressive there. He backed up what he did early, early in the season in, in the Breeders' Plate and. You thought that Fearless had a chance halfway down the running of, of maybe nabbing him late, but he just dug in for the fight a little bit later. So he's a really nice colt going forward. I want to follow Fearless as well. But, uh, yeah, it's another colt off the production line of Tullet Lodge this season. What about Lady of Camelot in the Widden Stakes? Yeah, the punters did muck around, did they, Loz? Um, she was sent out a very short price favourite. Again, another two-year-old that's had her first start early in the season in the, in the Jim Crack Stakes. And... A little bit similar to Price, I thought sort of halfway down the straight, I thought, oh, she looks a little bit vulnerable here. She might be might be run down. But I think the key was, if you watch the replay, Timmy Clark just pulled his whip through to his left hand, gave her one or two reminders, and boom, she just she's away she went. And I think just reading between the lines, I think the stables probably got a little bit more of an opinion of her than what they did to the Colt Prost. And obviously, she'll be heading through the Phillies division towards the Golden Slipper. And she, to me, looks like she's going to be a main player heading towards the Slipper and, and maybe even challenge Storm Boy if he gets there in one piece. She nearly broke the 1,100-metre course record. Yeah. It's scary, is, isn't it? But, but I was a bit like Adam. I, I, I thought she was under pressure. Yeah, she, she at did one a stage. Little, and then bit, yeah. just, just kicked. Excelled. wonder if Celerity might have got her. Don't think so. Mm. <laughs> we yeah. only needed to run top two, though. In the I know, box. I know, but I can stop them. Talking about Celerity, what about J-Mac? I saw he got injured and then rode in Hong Kong yesterday. Yeah, I was surprised he went to Hong Kong, was to tell you the truth. Oh, actually, I'm not surprised he went there, but given he had to forfeit a lot of his rides on the second half of the card there at Rose Hill on the weekend, and obviously his, his, his foot, and in particular his toe, was giving him a fair bit of discomfort, but he, he managed to ride through the pain barrier there at Hong Kong. Is he contracted and, to go back and forth, is he? Well, he's, he's, he's on a hit-and-run mission at the moment, Loz, right. for some of these meetings, but he's going to stay over there permanently for a couple of months in the not-too-distant future, so... He obviously had a horse he wanted to ride for John Size in the Group 1 there yesterday, which um, Huey Bowman's man won that race. And I suppose when you commit to these rides, Loz, without losing an arm or something like that, you want to go. Yeah. Um, and I know, I know he would have been in a lot of pain and probably the flight would have been very uncomfortable, I would have, I would have imagined. But he was cleared by the Hong Kong Jockey Club's doctor once he arrived in Hong Kong there yesterday and they said he was right to go. So, yeah, he's building up his connections over there in Hong Kong. He probably didn't want to let them down, but I'm sure it would have been a very uncomfortable experience for him yesterday. Just keeps going through the grades, this hour, Coberson. It's a winner, trained by Angela Davies there at Gosford. Yeah, talking about the Rosehill track being on fire, Mido, he broke the track record there over 1,200 metres, sorry, uh, Coberson, and backing up what Naval College did, breaking Octagonal's record there a few weeks yeah. back. So this Rosehill track is racing like an absolute conveyor belt at the moment. He's on fire, and he's a good horse. Angela Davies just keeps placing him in the, in the right sort of races. He's going through the grades. There was a benchmark 88 there on the weekend. He's was down a little bit on the weight, but he can probably take on open class now. And I'm sure there's probably stakes class potential in him at some stage. So, yeah, he's probably been, I dare say, the find of the summer, really, in Sydney racing, just going through his going through his grades. And I'm, I'm sure there's more wins in store for him as well. Uh, now, I was going to ask you about one of your stories today that you've written. Yeah, you've written about uh, concussion and, and the evolution of mandates on contact at training. You wrote, sorry, over the weekend in the Herald, Adam. Mm. Yes, Mido, yeah, yeah. So obviously the NRL has been, I think we chatted about it briefly on Friday, didn't we? And um, I did a story over the course of the weekend. The NRL has just slightly tightened the protocols again this year. 
the one thing they've done is they're making it, they're trying to replicate pretty much game day procedures at training. So they're going to have more concussion spotters at training, more medical professionals watching every single training session. And every single club's got to record uh, their, their training sessions, contact training sessions, send all the vision to the NRL, tell them how many minutes they're doing contact training. I think Mido at some stage this year, the, the Australian Rugby League Commission will make a call and say, hey, we're going to go down the path of the NFL. And we're going to mandate actually how long you can do contact training for each week. Um, obviously, they're trying to get as much research and data as possible, and they've been doing that for the last 12 to 18 months. But I think it's coming. I think they're going to try and uh, enforce that that mandate or, or rule of training and, and make sure the players aren't doing too much tackling or contact training throughout the course of a week. Mate, thank you. Have a good day. See you, boys.